You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know right now of Michael McIntyre's next level experience. It's coming to Dallas, Texas, January 17th through the 19th. You can dream again. You can take back what the enemy has stolen. You can take one more step into your destiny. Here's your chance. Go to nlebegins.com and get registered today. Hope to see you there. This is the Next Level Podcast, a place for business leaders, entrepreneurs, and dreamers to be empowered for an abundant kingdom life. Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hey everybody, this is Michael McIntyre, your humble host of the Next Level Podcast. I want you to listen to this interview that I did a couple weeks ago with Josh and Macy Littlejohn. They are truly unique leaders, servant leaders in his kingdom. They have started a very amazing, unique, and special ministry called Safe Time dot live and uh i interview them and it's a great interview if i don't say so myself uh and you get to hear their story which their story is crazy radical and it just shows you how jesus works in so many of us and uses us in different ways so enjoy this interview it was done on facebook live and uh, be blessed Michael McIntyre. We are live here in Dallas, Texas, and uh, here at our humble abode, and we're real excited because we have our really good friends, probably some of our best friends in the whole world, Josh and Nacy Littlejohn. And so uh, they're here tonight to tell their story and to talk about their ministry and what they've done. And uh, it's really, they're, they're our whole relationship, uh, our whole, since we've met them, uh, it's really enhanced Stacy and I's life. And these people are amazing. I know a lot of you already know that. So I wanted to kind of give a little bit of a background, if you will, about our relationship. And um, I met Josh and Nacy probably, was it three years ago, three and a half years ago? Was two and a half. Two and a half, okay. And so they had moved from Kansas and down to Dallas and uh, back when we were at Upper Room. And so they came in and uh, I got to meet this pretty young lady here and she came in and we got to hire her and... Uh, to help us out of upper room and she was in charge of all the children's ministry and we got kind of a twofer because Josh came along too and he he was of course this pastor up there in Kansas and so it was a big blessing for us and so we got to know them and got to work with them and they were the best people for me to have work at the church because I didn't have to do anything it was just always done and excellence and it was done easily and it was just a, it was just a, a really nice thing to have Josh and AC there on staff and doing work with us and so we developed a relationship from there and then um, later on I found out uh, that their past which was really interesting <laughs> which we were talking about earlier and so uh, and then we we really did a lot of things we did some things with next level and which we'll share about that too but yes what I want to talk about tonight is their ministry and how this was formed and what these two bring to uh, the kingdom and it's amazing it's probably one of the most I think it is the most unique ministry I've ever seen develop. And I really, I've been walking with uh, Josh and AC on this. And I think y'all started about six months ago. Yeah, yeah, about eight months ago. Eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they formalized it. They made this thing a 501c3. 
and they asked Stacy and I and Travis and uh, Joni mm-hmm. uh, to be on their board of directors uh, without even vetting us. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. So we are honored that they asked, and so we really want to uh, partner with them in this Safe Time Ministry and and what they're doing in it. And so I just want to ask you guys, first of all, how did you guys come about this? Yeah, good question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, the way we came about this was God spoke to me one day while I was driving down the highway and we were up here in Dallas and we had moved up here to follow just God. He said, go, I have an adventure for you guys in your life. Wow. Kind of leave your family and the things you were doing and not in a bad way, but just leave. I've got different things for you. And we were down here in Dallas. We've been down here for two years. We spent a year and a half of that working at a church mm-hmm. and we did that and that was great, but we knew that wasn't for us, you know, and when it's not for you, then it's time to go. I felt like we were sitting in someone else's seat and it is for a lot of people, but it wasn't for us. Right. And then, so we left that, but now we're down here going, what are we doing? <laughs> and, you know, it's like we moved our whole family. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, uh, I was driving down the road one day and I saw the, the, the lottery billboard mm-hmm. and it was up to $750 million. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and after I went and bought a couple of tickets, no, I didn't. Actually, I think I did. But um, God spoke to me. I said, what? I, I asked God the question, like, what would I actually do? We're down here in Dallas. We knew God called mm-hmm. us to be down mm-hmm. here, called us to move away and do something new. What would we actually do if we won that money mm-hmm. to the Wow. It's a good question. Right? It's a good yeah. question. Yeah. And so he you know, I knew exactly what we'd do. We'd buy five or six homes, have a lot nicer vehicles, <laughs> we'd travel. Yeah. And we, uh, you know, all the fun stuff. But when that wear I knew that was gonna wear off right. because right. of who we are. That's right. Right? Because because we have a calling on our life. A fulfillment to fulfill like so I just true, know man. that wouldn't have fulfilled us so and true. it would have been fun and it would be fun <laughs> yeah. but it wouldn't fulfill it us. wouldn't last so the whole thing was God let's say we did win that then what would we do right and he spoke to me and he said I would I want you guys to do what you already are doing and I'm like okay what are we already doing so I started thinking and I said well well what we already are doing what I already love to do is we love to meet with people hear their stories mm. After they hear what Nacy and I have been through, so many people come and show up to us and just go, they bear their heart and their soul mm-hmm. and they say, I've never told anyone that yeah. before, but I feel like, especially her, especially, I feel like I can tell you anything. <laughs> of course. And like, I just need to tell someone this. Good. And so we had been doing that, not intentionally, but that's just our lives pattern. Have, there's evidence of this all over the place. Hmm. And so I said, well, this is what we like to do. And so God was like, well, then I was like, well, what if we did this intentionally? What if we were able to meet with people, not just in our homes, but mm-hmm. online, face to face? Because we've seen so much people, so many people get freedom from being able to share what they've been through, just like we have. So what, what, what prompted you to go online with it? What do you know? Was, <clears throat> was it the unction that the Lord gave you or was there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just... In that moment, I mean, I was driving from Dallas to Grapevine. It's like a 40-minute drive. And on that way, I had the whole blueprint Come on. that said, I love that. What if, That's awesome. What if what we did do in our living room, we could do online with technology using face, like Zoom calls or mm-hmm. Skype or just like this. Right. And we intentionally uh, scheduled time for us to be present with people that needed to talk. 
So, Nacy, when he came home, did he come home from that and tell you all about that and, and go and kind of give you the whole thing? Yeah, he did. And right away I was like, you're right. Like, let's do it. We so you it. saw it then, too. Yes, yeah. I did. I knew we didn't move here to do what we are currently doing. Right. No, yeah. And it made perfect roofs. sense. Yeah. He was selling roofs at mm-hmm. the time. And I'm like, I know we didn't move to Dallas to sell roofs. Good. There, God has something more. Like something Not that that's a bad thing. No, no, it's a good no. Thing. I just knew like right. he had like a calling on our lives. Yeah. And so when he shared this with me, it made perfect sense. Yeah. Okay. So you got it. Yeah. It, it was right away. Yeah. So, you know, when it, whenever that happens, it's kind of like, you know, especially when you come, when you're coming into a holy matrimony and something like that happens and you know, it's all right. And you just know it's the Lord, you know, it's mm-hmm. all honest. Okay. So then what happens from that point? Um, I think it took me like just a few days and I had a website built in a way for like I, we filmed a little video talking about mm-hmm. who we mm-hmm. are what we've been through and a little website built where I people could that. schedule yeah. uh, times and we just marketed well, I hate even using the word market but it's kind of what it is yeah. we shared that right. on Facebook yeah what it was what we we're doing and we opened up like three or four slots that week and then they just got shared and got booked and all of a sudden we all of a sudden we're at home like we have our first appointment tonight with someone <laughs> so how was your first appointment um it, it was great it was amazing was it so yeah. you knew right then the lord's mm-hmm. on this and breathing well, on this it was yeah. something that we've done like we've been doing it in right. our life right mm-hmm. yeah but it was yeah. like our first one yeah. to do yeah. using technology and so i guess what happens is most people when they come online they get the sense of freedom because it's kind of they get to bear their soul to you and unburden themselves or stuff that's bothering mm-hmm. them. And you create this safe place and safe time mm-hmm. to where they can do that without any any feeling of guilt or shame. Right. Yes? Yeah. Yes. And so I'm sure you get all different things, all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell me this. What What is uh, from this? And that, that you, you've had this going for eight months now. You've got a whole new website you're working on and, and getting things organized. And the nice thing is, I think the audience needs to know, they charge zero for this, <laughs> which is amazing. And I, I love that. So uh, what prompted you to do that? I mean, was that at the same time when you guys founded this thing? That, so you're just not going to charge anybody anything? Yeah. Right. Why don't you talk about that? Well, well, the whole idea was if money wasn't an issue, if money wow. wasn't a thing, what would we be doing with our lives? Good. Mm-hmm. And so we never That's wanted really to charge anybody for this and we're not going to charge anybody. For I this. like that. Mm-hmm. It's a, a free way for people to connect, to talk to somebody, um, to share whatever they want to let come into the light that they've been so holding good. in or something they're going through currently. So good. Just to bring it to the light. A free way. I like that. Yes. A free way. And mm-hmm. I like that. And so I think that's what's really unique about this safe time. And I think, you know, I want everybody out there to hear this because there's not too many things like that. They don't, it's just, it's just really unique in itself. So, all right. So you guys start this the first week. How many uh, safe time videos or, or correspondence communications did you have the first week? I, I can't remember really, but I want to say four or five possibly okay. and okay. it's been pretty steady like that ever since, since. yeah so we so take us through what's it what's what does a, a safe time time look like like how long does it last how do they yeah. how do people go about doing that what is it what's the on-ramping into that it's a good question so right now they can go to safetime.live is the website okay and it's under construction it's a work in progress but you can go ahead and book but people would schedule a time that's available 
And it's not going to be ever like you can get one right now. Right. right, right. They're always at least two days out. You okay. know, we're not trying to be a crisis center. We're not trying to be That's a good. suicide hotline. We're not trying like to that. be That's uh, 911. Those things yeah. are important, but we're but not. That's that. not the, but that's not, not what that. this is. Right. That's not what this is. But they would they would schedule a time, and um, and then at that time, we all get on a Zoom call together. Okay. And uh, I, we spend the first couple minutes just telling a real quick summary about who we are and what we've been through. We really want people to know that they're talking to people that understand probably exactly what they're about to tell us, if not directly, for sure, indirectly or associated mm-hmm. with that. And the calls mm-hmm. so. So we just say, hey, what's on your heart? We open the door. We say, here's here's us. We found freedom doing this. What's on your heart? And it's, you know, then just kind of like the floodgates open. And then, mm. but we, we don't just sit there and be stoic. We ask questions. Tell me more about that. Because right. we, we want people to be seen, heard, and understood and That's known. Good. That's good. In a world where everyone's on their phone these days and... Um, it's just it's just very uncommon for people to be present with one another. So good. And so we give our so you give face-to-face, face-to-face time. Mm-hmm. And how long does a typical safe time session last? 45 minutes. Okay. Is that mm-hmm. is that no more? Then you have a hard stop at 45 minutes. We have the freedom to extend it if, uh, okay. if, if needed. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, you both are on but, there. But most of the time, they're going to be 45, yeah, 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And they know that beforehand. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so in this call, <clears throat> you both want to be present too, yes? Because mm-hmm. I know, I remember, Josh, you were saying something. Sometime somebody said, I just want to have you on the call or just want to have they. Uh-huh. And you guys said, no, we're both going to be yeah. on the call every yeah. time. You talk about that. Well, yeah. we just um, really feel convicted to have both of us to represent the mother and father heart of God. Good. To be a mother, father, sister, mm-hmm. brother. Um, so good. Just to get both male, female perspective. And so mm-hmm. it's our heart to both be present during the calls. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so good. And it's good to have you both on there, too, because it that perspective is good. And plus, uh, in, in, so, you know, there, I'm sure that there's sometimes that some of these people will give some some pretty intimate details about their situation, right? Yeah. And so you want to make sure that that is that you both are present in that situation to keep mm-hmm. that honoring and keep it pure for them as well and right. for you too as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is so important. All right, so uh, so and then let me just say yeah, the other yeah. reason that we're both present is because uh, this wasn't our goal to start with, but it's been such a marriage builder. Mm. For us as a that. couple, That's there's not a lot of opportunities where couples can, married couples can do actual ministry together. So good. And so, uh, one thing God has showed us since we started this is that when we grow this thing, or the big plan is for us to grow this beyond just Nacy and I. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. want to recruit other married volunteer couples that want to do ministry together from their homes or from wherever they're at yep. on their time and on their terms. Um, and that's why that's another reason why we want it to be husband and wife teams and not just anyone but husband and wives that actually have been through some life yeah they have some fruit to show after the after the after the war we're not going to say we're going to pair like if you've got an alcohol problem we're not going to pair you up with a formal it's not going to be that detailed right but we're going to pair you up with people that have been through something it's good they've been through some life and there's fruit of them being through it you know And there's some freedom from them being through. So being through some life, let me ask you this. So you you two have an amazing history, and God's really come through and worked in your marriage and worked in your life over the years. So do you want to share with the audience some of your background? 
Yeah. Okay. I'd love to. Do you want to start? Yeah, we to start. You start. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to start? Yeah. It's it's a long story, but I'll I'll just keep it as pithy as possible. Um, so I was raised uh, by missionary by missionaries. My parents were missionaries, and you know I didn't know that until we you know later on in life. You know, but you, you just it's just normal to you. But we moved mm-hmm. around a lot. I was born in South Africa. I lived in Mexico for a couple of years, and then we in, in between all that we moved in different parts of the states. And um, and and in that, my parents were great. They taught me a love for the Lord, a love love for the Bible. Uh, like that, or at least that God was like important. But one one of the things I discovered later in life, I was good at uh, making friends unhealthily. I was good at getting people to like me, mm-hmm. and I was good at fitting in and doing what I needed to do to do that. To you, you seek that approval. Yeah, yeah. I was really good at that, and I I, I could be it. a chameleon kind of in any a- atmosphere I was in, and I was really good at it. And I didn't know this till later. I mean, this is all hindsight. But sure. But I was really good at that, and I think whenever um, when I entered my teenage years, high school years, that 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 would have worked out great if uh, depending on the, the people I was trying to be like, and mm-hmm. and and I was a fully I'm not there's no blame on anyone else. It was just I was really good at, at when I, when I discovered that I could be the life of a party, I was really good at that too, right. you know, or I was really good at going to the extreme and having a good time and what I thought was a good time. And sure. so I started abusing alcohol and, and drugs at 15 or 16 years old, Wow! you know, and uh, a lot of heavy, heavy, heavy drugs in, in as early as like a sophomore, junior, sophomore in high school. And um, just really, uh, really quick path to, to a lot of that really quick. And, um, you know, my, my parents got a divorce when I was 18 mm-hmm. and know uh, that, that, that I'm not blaming them, but right. There was just, didn't a, lot, help. There was just yeah. a lot of instability and chaos yeah. and a lot of things. Not a lot of, uh, I would say, like mentors. And I went to college. School was always really easy for me. I went, so it was almost like that was, as long as I was doing that, nobody was going Everything was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, I get it. I and get you were it. like 18, 19 years old at the time. Yeah. When I went to college, 18, <laughs> okay. uh, and then it just ramped up even more. I went to school at, at A&M and I was here for four years. Wow. And, and, uh, and still, it was just a life of just one party to the next. It was just just one high to the next every single day. And um, wow, yeah, that that life accelerated and accelerated and accelerated. I was in four years of school there, and then I didn't know what I wanted to do. My life was a wreck, and I moved back home and started working for my stepfather. And now I, that then money got thrown on that fire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, then then the you know. Mm-hmm. Acceleration, yeah. We're pedal to the metal. Wheels start coming off. Wheels yeah. start coming off. Yeah. Uh, and now is this before? Have you met Nacy at this time? Yeah, we. I need to probably need to like. <laughs> yeah. When did the When did the Nacy equation come? Well, in I met Nacy when I moved back home. When I still had three wheels left on the car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And uh, we met at a party, and um, yeah, I'll let her tell her story, but we met at a party, and uh, um, you know, things went from bad to, what would you say, really bad. (laughs) (laughs) We we were really good, we're really good at being good, and we were really good at being bad as well, so. Uh, I know a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And there is just a lot of, uh, 
just extreme selfishness. There was the all all the substances, mm. all the the women, the sex, all that. It was mm-hmm. just everything that the enemy can provide. It, it happened, mm. you know. Wow. And so, yeah, yeah. So when I, you know, when I first met you all back in the day, you yeah. know, because you guys are like the perfect looking couple of all the couples i mean you know just this beautiful young lady here with the pretty blue eyes and this paul newman handsome guy over here and so when i found out later on uh of course you know you came highly recommended yeah, yeah you had, you guys were vouched in but then i found later uh, you uh, heard a little bit of your story which mm-hmm. it was just so not what i see you right. know and so it was really it was really fascinating to me, and then I remember one time during our uh, church, our chapel, you guys got up and told a little bit of your story, yes, which was fascinating, which yeah. was amazing. So talk about redemption, talking about you know there is a God because yes. you know He pulled you both from the brink, you know. So you guys went through a lot, and so because um, Nacy is just you know to hear you tell some of this, and we've got to share some of this over the time. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so foreign to me. as I see you now. So do you want to share something with the audience a little bit about your background? Okay. So yeah, I grew up with an amazing family. Um, I'm one of nine children. (laughs) That's that Mormon starter kid, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And I grew up, I knew Jesus. Mm. I knew who he was, but there there was no relationship. I, I had never, I didn't, ever remember hearing about the voice of God. I knew mm-hmm. I could talk to him, but I didn't know he spoke to me. Wow. And so my reality were all the lies I was hearing in my head that I didn't know was the voice of the enemy. Mm-hmm. So this just led me into just, I, I, I didn't like who I saw in the mirror. I didn't, um, I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. I felt like I wasn't seeing just mm-hmm. all the lies that come along with that. And so coming into junior high, um, I friends are so important in who you hang out with. Oh, yeah. And so coming into <laughs> yeah. junior high, I just was just trying to figure out who I was mm-hmm. and got in with a lot of the wrong crowds. And um, when I was 15, some abuse happened, and that really just set me on this trajectory of not caring about myself even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I started using drugs. And so it was just this um, life of destruction and darkness mm-hmm. that I found myself caught up in, not knowing just, and it just kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper. But all the while, appearing to be confident and because it was this false reality appearing to have it together i was really good at um looking like i had it all together Mm -hmm. yeah so many of us are right right yes we we all have masks we wear we we all you know we want everybody to just see our best side and i was really good at showing everybody what i thought they wanted to see of course um Mm -hmm. in reality i was just um Mm. dying inside so, so you guys got together, you guys met, which was like a combustion thing. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was a perfect storm, it right? Because you both were on this trajectory of, of, of you know, uh, drugs, debauchery, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Just And so it went from bad to worse. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so do you remember your lowest point in this process? If you want to share that or is that <laughs> too personal? Yeah, I guess um, I would share lowest point is when we found ourselves pregnant Mm. and the voice I was hearing in my head was you can't have this baby Mm. 
and um, I still get emotional. But and so I was hearing, I can't have this baby. All these lies in my head that I didn't know were lies, and that was my reality at the time. Mm-hmm. And so we found ourselves mm-hmm. in an abortion clinic. And so I would say that was the lowest point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I want to, yeah, it's, uh, I had a huge part to play in that. Yeah. And um, I was, I had deceived myself, the enemy had deceived me so much into going, it would actually be selfish for us to have this baby because of our drug addiction. And like, who, why would, why would we bring, it would be selfish us to bring in Mm -hmm. a drug addicted baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, just to say we didn't. It was just this total demonic, and we weren't in our heads, and we were using every single day, all all day long, and um, wow. And so I was a big part of like the pressure and the manipulation, and then just the argument. You know, you know, I was it. It was it was absolutely something I was pressing for at the time. Um, So that was. That's really, really difficult. I, I get the emotion. I get the. T- I felt it too from you mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit's just working right now, which is awesome. Uh, so what happened? How did you guys go from that lowest point to giving your life to Jesus and working in the ministry and all that? I mean, it must mm-hmm. have been a rat. It was a radical shift. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I would say it was a radical shift, but like a slow process. It wasn't of, the next day. It wasn't, wasn't the next day. day. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, after after that moment, that day in that clinic, it got real, it got bad. real bad drug wow. usage because I just wanted to numb myself even more. Not, yeah. not feeling the pain. Right. Yeah. And Absolutely. so it was about a year later wow. when okay. um, I was getting a cut of drugs and I had a vision i didn't have language for that i didn't know it was a vision but it was god breaking in and he showed me two past life and death wow and what he intended for my life and so that's when in that moment i was delivered of my addiction no side effects and um that's crazy in that moment that's when i would say i started my pursuit of like okay who is jesus who what does it look like to have a relationship and it's just been this process so this vision came to you in life and death vision just as clear as like watching a movie then yes and you were at home by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then how, how did he get this? Did you share the vision with him? No. No. <laughs> no. So. Uh, Wasn't that easy, was it? No. <laughs> we were actually in separate places. I was I was so bad off. I was living on my best friend's couch who didn't even want me around anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I had nothing to my name. Wow. Uh, and uh, he went to work. I remember the day he went to work and there was a knock at the door and I opened the door and it's my mom and my stepdad. They had found where I was staying at and they said, uh, we want you to uh, come home with us. We want you to go to rehab to treat drug treatment. And, uh, you know, I think I, I, I argued with him for like 30 seconds, but I was just so done. There was God, I call this like God's mo- window of grace, like mm-hmm. a moment of opportunity of like a little bit of clarity. Come that, on, that I was just, that he showed me that he spoke to me just like your life ain't working out, bro. <laughs> like you know the way the way the way you're li- living it, you being in charge isn't really working. Wow. You might need a little bit of help. <laughs> <laughs> you think? And I'm I'm looking in the mirror. I I'm, I weigh 150 pounds, maybe. I'm like just a, a shell of who I am now, wow. and. Um, not a dollar to my name and I said you know what I'm I'm ready I'm gonna come home with you and it was the same exact day 
that she had a vision at her house. And oh so, so she got she got supernaturally delivered. I went home to their house. I think I slept for a week straight, and then I went to treatment and in here in Texas actually. And uh, I remember the first day I walked into that place, and it, I just felt that's where I feel like I was supernaturally delivered. Uh, uh, there was a wave of hope and safety and peace that that I didn't want to leave. I just like I'm safe. And so I'm, good. I'm in the place I need to be, and I can figure life out. Come on, you know? Jesus! Wow. That's incredible, yeah. man. That story. You know, I, I remember Stacy and I visiting with them, uh, I don't know, probably a year ago. We were sitting outside by the fire, and I'm saying that you guys, this is a movie. You guys, because there's a lot more detail in here, too. We just don't have time to go to it because there was selling and dealing and and making and all kinds of different things of different things. And so it was just crazy. But but where they're at now, it's just it's just total redemption. And yeah. and I mean, you've got four beautiful children. Uh, you guys have got, you know, you guys counsel married people here. You got this ministry going. Uh, it's just it's just amazing what you guys have done. And how how long ago what was that when when you had your vision and you had that knowing that you've got to check yourself yeah it's about 15 years ago wow 15 years ago and we got we got we got set free into that and then we got super on fire for things of church and plugged in at different stuff and um but it was there was some things specifically the lack of us you know specifically the abortion that we had never like talked about together yeah it's something Something was that was like our biggest fight. It was a, yeah, it was a, so, a big elephant in the room. Yes, Nobody wanted yes. to talk and about. And here we are, we're saved now, yeah. and we're right. all off drugs. Right. And we're happy about that, but let's just not talk, talk about, about that. that. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I mean, how you know, it happens a lot in churches. It happens in the yes. Christian community all the time, right? Yeah. And oh, yeah. so, uh, so what happened? Why did you guys finally break through that final That's a good breakthrough? Question. Well, we we not only did we not tell anyone else about it, we didn't like we didn't want to talk about it with each other. Mm-hmm. Like it was just too much. Mm-hmm. It was too much. I was, I just, I knew that it was a sensitive and, issue for her. And then every time she got sensitive, I got mad. And I well, just wanted it to go away. And like the longer that we went on, it was like the enemy would say, no one needs to know. Mm. Can't yeah. talk about it now. Like it's, you know, there's no reason. Deception. You don't have to share. Mm-hmm. Like no one needs to well, know. Well, there's there's just a big shame aspect to yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, it's no, one, I get it. It's, it's, it's the enemy's favorite card is shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. It is. And, uh, I think there's almost like everyone's happy or it's like when somebody says hey I was on drugs you know people are kind of used to hearing that mm-hmm. now but there's some things that that are still taboo a little bit a little bit right and yeah. so big in a big way really. sure and we're like but I feel like God's doing something new especially with this movie Unplanned that's come out and I come think on, man. he's bringing it to the front burner he is and he, he's, is. he wants to he wants to, a, he wants to heal so yeah we've got the message the, the message is well funded that abortion shouldn't be had, right? Right. But it's less funded about hey, what happens if you have one, and how can we how do you deal you? with it? Yes. How can we heal mm-hmm. you? There's no shame. We That's right. God's There's no guilt or shame. That, right? He wants to give you redemption. Mm-hmm. You repent. I remember in the movie when we were there, I could hear the women in there sobbing. Exactly. You know, because they were going, they were feeling it. But mm-hmm. I was so grateful that they got to feel that pain, yeah. so they could have that breakthrough. Yeah. You know, and so they could move forward. Because the enemy wants to hold you back, right. he wants to isolate you. You know, yeah. and it's so true. So you guys broke through that at a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I'll tell you when it was. Uh, it wasn't even that long ago. It was, it was probably three years ago, right. four years. Wow. ago. It was right before we moved here. Yeah. Wow. A year before we moved here. 
Wow. A little less than a year. So we were we were sitting around a table at a restaurant with all of, some of our closest closest friends, and um, they were they were going we were talking about everyone's kids, and and all all of us are kind of the same age, mm-hmm. and every single one of them had a child before they got married that would have been the exact same age as, as the one would have been. And so in that and, but moment, we didn't even realize it. Our good friends have a teenager. But they got married before they got pregnant before them. But they did they didn't abort. They got married over here. Same thing. Same, same thing. thing. Same they thing. They all got married instead mm-hmm. of being and, and so we were confronted. We didn't even realize these are good friends for a long time. We were like, we never even put two and two together. I didn't anyway. No, Maybe you did. it wasn't until that night. Wow. And that night, and Macy Macy grabs my leg with her Come tears on. full of uh, eyes full of tears, and she says, "Should I tell him?" I was just like, I can't. And she couldn't even, and I said, if you want, you know. Wow. Inside, I'm like, I hope you want to, you know, because I just know there's, these are safe people. Yes. This is a trusting environment. And this is the time to get this out of our lives. Wow. So you had a live safe time. We did. Yes, we did. And so when you got to share that, unburden yourself from that, what how did you feel? I felt relieved. Yeah, was it? I, I imagine I felt, it was very emotional. It was. It was, and everyone in in the um, around the table was crying, but they were just so loving and understanding. And it's true Christianity, brothers yes, and sisters. That's there, what I was that's shocked the, that there was no judgment. I was shocked rubber, that they the rubber were meets the road. Come on, and that's man. what we are doing. I feel the Holy Spirit on that right now. Come on, that's listen. That's what you want in life. Okay, uh, is friendships that are not judgmental. That yep. they are true friends no matter what. You can have your worst day in the world and they're still going to be by your side. That's called true friendship. And there's not that many of them out there. Pick them yep. wisely. So you got yep. to unburden yourourself mm-hmm. in this. It was a very emotional, yes. spirit-filled. And I'm sure they prayed over you guys mm-hmm. and, and just did all that. anointed, anointed yes. Come on, man. And they, they could all understand. Yeah. They, they understood. They had, yeah. they had been where we were. So good. Even though they made a different decision. Just, yeah. Isn't it amazing, amazing how God puts all this together? Yeah. I mean, amazing. come on, Jesus. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. So but that gave us, tell them what that yeah. gave us the freedom then to do. They had, they had known it, but we, then we got to share that with our family. We, mm-hmm. we got Oh, wow. Because mm-hmm. they, they, they didn't give her the courage. Yes. Because they didn't know. We hadn't told anybody. You haven't told anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So how did that go? It, they were the same way. They were loving and accepting, on, and they man. held me and cried with me, and it was just beautiful. It was completely opposite of what the enemy had told me when I didn't know. Tons of lies the in the pit of hell. Yes. Come on. That's just so good. You know, listen, you know, transparency. is you got to have that transparency. Mm-hmm. It's the hardest thing. It's the enemy's favorite card to keep us in the dark. Yes. Yeah. You know? There's it, so much freedom on the I, other side. Oh, it's just right there. Yeah. All right, so that was a huge, huge thing, and that was a little bit over three years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so you come to Dallas, you're starting this ministry. Uh, what What would you say, what would you guys say, if, you know, if we could go forward five years looking back, you know, in how do you see safe time developing over the next five years? Yeah, good question. I. We really have like the big idea would be to have a, a big network of people like us, mm-hmm. married couples like us, like you and Stacy, like a lot of other our friends that want to volunteer their time, maybe maybe two or three sessions a week that you yeah. choose, that, right. that, that they would choose. It's convenient for them. Convenient yeah. for them. It can change every week. And that, that, that safe time would be a platform that connects those couples with people 
uh, that need to talk and that want that either and it doesn't even have to be big dark hairy secrets. Just be like, your, they're lonely. It could be whatever. It it's could be. Just like, it could be there. anything. And this is yeah. like an opportunity for like the love of Jesus to so really good, manifest man. using technology wherever they're at to be seen and known. Like just so many people. I think these days, and there's a lot of reasons, but they just they just feel like they're alone. They don't feel like anyone knows them, understands them, and it's and it goes across all, even at, so at their work or at their church, at their school. You hear it all the it's, time. It's, it's over everything. No one knows who I am. And they just want to unburden themselves and be that authentic self. Even if you just say that, yeah, it's almost a shameful thing to admit you're lonely these days. I know. No I one know. wants to admit they're lonely. It's right. almost like. You know, what's the, the matter one, with you? What's yeah. the one thing you're not allowed to really say? I'm, yeah. I'm alone. I'm alone. Yeah, because we all think that this is, this is our friendship here, yeah. you know, which it's really not. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not really true friendship. You yeah, know, it's artificial right. intelligence at best. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so the the idea if, mm-hmm. in five years it would be anybody that is struggling and needs, you know, so. Jesus is is up in heaven, yeah. But Come where on. else is he? He's on the inside of us. That's right. He lives in us, and we're in him. And That's so, right. and so, I, I we are big believers in 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 getting things out to Jesus in the flesh with people. I mean, it is one thing to scream at Jesus in the sky or yeah. like this ethereal Jesus, right. and I told him everything. But there's also nothing like Jesus in the flesh. Come on. Looking me in the eye and That's saying right. you're forgiven, you're loved. There's That's no right. shame here, and it's it's come the, on, it's, man. It's the tangible. I love that. It's the tangible. It's so important. Yeah, we need that. We need the supernatural, and we need the natural. Yes. You know, in, in next level, I always call it. You know, rocks are hard and water's wet. You know, <laughs> you need that physical and and to unburden yourself and be able to share stuff with other human beings that have seen a movie. Yeah. That understand what it's like to be you know drunk or hungover or uh you know did a had a one night stand and they feel guilty about that and they don't know who to turn to and they want to unburden themselves or you know they have this uh, addiction problem you know it could be a pornographic addiction it could be drug addiction whatever it is uh, or a sex addiction you know whatever it is that they need help to talk about that yeah and or it's just like you said maybe they're just lonely maybe they feel rejected maybe they have fear of man that they yeah. have never told anybody about right. because we all put on masks I promise you everybody does things are not always as they seem um <laughs> All right, so with that, with that, all right, so I want to talk, I want to bring this out because I think it's really important because you guys started this thing as a nonprofit, which is really cool, mm-hmm. and you guys don't charge anybody, but it does take, you do have to make a living to support this. And yeah. so I want to put this out there because I, I, I talked to you, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, I said, let's do a GoFundMe page, right? <laughs> so I, and I don't think you got a GoFundMe page, but if they go to safetime.live, dot dot live. okay, and here's what I'm going to say. Give them money, okay? <laughs> That's right, I said it, okay? We need to donate. Look, whether it's $100, whether it's $50, whether it's 50000 or 100000 or 5000 or 1000 whatever God lays on your heart, you can donate. You can start tithing to this. This is a ministry. This is a ministry in action. Mm-hmm. These people are sitting there and making a difference now, okay? And I love that about their, their ministry because I think, number one, it's probably one of the most unique ministries out there to where with the technology that God has blessed us with, they're able to do this. Yeah. And they've got, I know what they're spending right now. They've got this whole thing. They're spending, you know, over $10,000 putting this whole thing together, money out of their own pocket, yes. you know. And, um, and so, you know, Stacy and I want are, are blessing them. We want other people to come out there and bless them. No, <laughs> you say it. Safetime.live. Safetime.live. Safetime. 
live, safetime.live, <laughs> safetime.live, and donate. Yeah. Uh, whether it's $5 or 5000 Listen, some of us are more resourced than others. I get it, okay? And I'm leaning on you because I really think this is what God wants me to do, to, to tell you all, because uh, I think it's real important that we bless these people that can bless other people. And it's really yeah. important. And look, I know these two. Stacy and I know them. They're not living in you know the Taj Mahal, okay? They're not. They got four kids. They got a mortgage. And they're, they're working. They're hardworking people, and they love Jesus. But it's really important important that we get to support them support them financially support them with prayers yes support them with maybe sending people to them Amen. you know and the, and i and i've t- they've told us these things that they've done this and they have not received a dime from this so and they don't want to ask anybody and i like the fact that people can go on there and they don't have to pay 50 dollars uh and and i love the fact that they want like like macy said this is a free way for healing mm-hmm. and but this freeway needs to be paid for yeah so i'm going to ask you you know pray about it ask the lord about it bless them bless their ministry and uh man these these two are just amazing and i love the fact that they're giving of their time they give of their money and they give of their heart and it's pure they just you know they just do it and they do it day in and day out and no telling the generations that they're saving out there, the people that get to come out and maybe they avoid uh, hurting themselves, hurting somebody else, maybe get off an addiction and stop some generational curses, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a big thing out there, yeah. you know. Uh, I know that you guys both did Next Level Experience. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Josh, you did it first. Yes. And then, Nacy, you came in. Yeah. About two years later, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, share your experience with that because I know we've got we've got one coming up uh, in January seventeenth. Uh, and so, just give yeah, a, a quick, quick, okay. quick, pl- quick plug because these these two were yes. amazing. You know, Josh was okay. He kept, you know, he, he you know he he's a little bit of a thumb sucker, but he got through it. You know, <laughs> no, he was great. But Nacy, man, she was just amazing in next level. So. Just share what I your loved it. I got to admit, I was super nervous to go. That's why it took me two years. But it was <laughs> life changing. It was amazing. Um, it just really showed me um, that I had something. I realized what was lacking in my life, and it was courage. I was afraid to speak up, but it like got me past that, pushed me to the other side. Yeah. And I don't want to sit back on the sidelines anymore. I know there's a calling and a purpose in my life. Wow. And they give you direction Come on, sister. and um, empower you to pursue your dreams. Yeah. And That's, it's amazing. Well, you did so good. And uh, and then, Josh, you came in and, and facilitated uh, a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. 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 It was amazing. I think... Uh, I think from so I did it two years ago, but then I kind of redid it. Yeah, a few, right. A few months ago, and I think the biggest thing that I would tell people is, is it, it doesn't. It, this isn't about getting you just over your past, and there's some of that. It's not about just kind of fixing what mm-hmm. It is about going. What What is your dream? What fires you up? Yeah, and like putting that on paper, getting that out of your mouth, yes. admitting that it can be scary to admit our dreams. <laughs> Yeah. It's so funny. It's, yeah. It's so funny. Then, then it holds you out, yeah. you're out there now. It's so funny. I'm a big believer in getting things open into the light, right? Yeah. Well, that I can share my problems all day long now, thank God, right? Come I can on. Share, but sharing your dreams is the next step. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, you come to the next level, you're going you're gonna to have to... You're going to know what that is, and you're going to own it. And yeah. not only that, you're going to have good. the courage to step out of the boat to make 
taking action to make it happen. It's kind of what happened when, when you really, guys really went all in on safe time. It's yes, exactly what happened. happened after it. If I hadn't have done next level, I wouldn't be sitting here right now because Come I would have been too scared to do it. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I love it. But that's, I have nothing to lose. And, yeah, that's and right. I don't care what people think anymore. Come on, so. sister. That's yeah. good. It's so yeah, good. It's exactly right. So we, Nancy and I have been doing safe time just kind of on our own for six months. But we had this idea like, do we do we go all in with it? And that's mm-hmm. when I came through it again. I love it. And it, love and it. Uh, it, we wouldn't be sitting here and let, Come on. without it. So good. Yeah. All right. So thank you for that. Thank you. Stacy and I really pour in a lot on that. And we really, we like, uh, we're doing a lot of things. But next level, the live events are amazing coming up in January. Just go to NLEbegins.com and register. Get in now before price goes up. That's yeah. right. I said it. Hey, listen, seriously though, anything else you guys want to add? Yeah. The, we greatly appreciate all the money. But even also and beyond that, we love, if you've got people in your life that need to talk, we just as much. Come on. Tell them to go to savetime.live. You don't, maybe you don't know what to tell them. Maybe you don't have the time. Maybe you just know that hey, they need to talk to someone. Refer them to come, come talk to us, book an appointment. That's, that's just as much of a blessing. So good. And so if you go to savetime.live, mm-hmm. you can see the donate button. Yep. Partner. So, mm-hmm. partner and donate. <laughs> Father God, we thank you for this time. Yes. We thank you for Nacy and Josh Little John. God, we thank you for their ministry of Safe Time Live. God, we thank you for giving them blessing. We ask for supernatural favor over them. All those that donate to them, God, give them supernatural blessings and favor over their finances and their marriage. And if there's somebody yes. out there watching this right now and they feel that they need to call in and have some Safe Time scheduled right now, we ask them to do it and do it and, and to glorify God, Father, and just to. to unburden themselves in this and we ask this right now in Jesus's holy name amen Amen. thank you for tuning in thank you for watching God bless you thank you for checking out the next level podcast for more information or additional resources please visit michaelpmcintyre.com